All right, as promised, I have Mike Drummer visiting this morning. How you doing, Mike? I'm great. How are you, George? It's good to have you. I mean, there's been a, well, <laughs> there's been a discussion recently in the Mankato area about a development uh, near Loyola Catholic School, which is on the Hilltop Good Council here. And uh, it used to be the property that was owned by the School Sisters of Notre Dame, correct? Correct. And uh, they have moved. They're up in Shakopee now. And uh, you have come in to develop the property because, first of all, it's historic. It's beautiful. And I would hate to see it bulldozed. Right? All those beautiful buildings up there. As I said, it would be a sin to to do that. (laughs) A sin. But tell people, let's let's just start this conversation with talk to people about what you would like to develop up there. Well, it's a... It's obviously an amazing property that has multiple facets to it. Um, it's under an institutional overlay right now, which simply means that the sisters were an institution with multiple different uses underneath that property, that overlay, and that has to be removed. When that gets removed, there's a property down across from Turtlelot Hall, that Turtlelot Park that was zoned uh, residential. Uh, there was a previous plan that came in to put apartments down there. Uh, we've assured the neighborhood that that's not our plan. Our plan is just to extend their neighborhood, put single-family homes along what's North 4th Street, which would be right across from Turtlelot Park. Sure. And uh, that was well-received by the neighbors. Uh, it's very low impact. It's just an extension of their neighborhood. It'll add, it'll add uh, similar style houses to what's existing there. Sure. Uh, up on top of the hill to the east over by the Quick Trip is a solar farm. It's 40 acres, and that's, you know, CRP and solar farm. So that's kind of self-explanatory. It'll stay that way. Uh, on the hill itself where Lyola exists, there's a piece of property out where you first come up that's uh, R1 zoning. Um, Would you explain to people who don't understand R1? Sure. R1 is single-family houses. It's Residential. Like, yes, it's like what you live in. So it's either attached or detached garage. Um, there's codes that say what the lot size have to be. Again, we're trying to extend the legacy of the school sisters. I've met with them multiple times and promised them that that I would do everything and that I possibly can to preserve the hillside as is and to extend or the legacy of the school sisters is is unique to Mankato, but the school sisters are gone. Right. So if we can continue the legacy, their legacy of educating and their legacy of helping the needy, I think that that's a, that would fulfill their wishes. One of the things we need in town is is to help with senior family affordable housing. So I'm looking at that area, the R1, putting a slab on grade, small units, eight or 900 square feet. And it's intended for people that have maybe lost their spouse or their spouse has gone into a assisted living and they got another 14, 15, 18 years of life left and, and they're alone uh, to go in to make a communal type thing, very small units, one bedroom, you know, again, if the grandkids and the, kids come for Easter or Christmas, they can go stay in a hotel uh, and make it a community where you're where you're allowed to live out those last years of your life in an area that's, you know, it is the serenity of good counsel. Uh, so that's the R1. And then you go beyond that, which if you're familiar with the property to about where the water tower is or so-ish, that's where you get into the, the existing buildings. There's nine different buildings up there that that uh, are not R1 buildings. If you go look at them, the uses of in the past have been, school sisters use them for office space, uh, 
provincial office and held local events there. The chapel is there. Then it was their living units and the dormitory when they used to have uh, a overnight. They had a day school and an overnight school for girls. So the dormitory is what's St. Joseph, but the Teresa and Isadora, those were all where the nuns had apartments. Right. Uh, it was congregate living, so they had a massive kitchen is existing on site, but literally Teresa Hall and, and Joseph and, and Marion can be turned into affordable housing units, and that's very similar to what the sisters lived in. Uh, when, when you say R1, which is residential, are apartment buildings considered R1? No, they're okay. not. They're, so why why is this, I'm just trying to figure out why is this, the way it's designed right now, why is it zoned R1? That goes back a long time ago to a, what they call a land use plan. Okay. So the city develops the land use plan. So that's actually the request that, of the public meetings that we've had is to remove the overlay and then amend the land use plan to, okay. to allow occupied uh, property or occupied uses into the proper land use. Okay. So the land use plan uh, before the sisters had it rezoned to office residential, which allows for bigger buildings, and the overlay was R1. So okay. we're going back to the city to get the land use plan figured out with gotcha. the city. We've had meetings with the city, and we think there's we're on the right pathway to get this stuff done, but it does go to city council. It okay. does go to planning and zoning. And so, But the bottom, bottom line of, I think, what your question is, is the buildings that exist there now are not of R1 nature. Right, that's what I'm trying to yeah. figure out. So there's a chapel, there's meeting rooms, there's... Underneath the chapels, a gymnasium, the bottom of Teresa Hall, the old mother house is all office space that was used for when the sisters had uh, the entire country come here for their annual meetings, et cetera. So sure. it's, it's great meeting hall space. Uh, and then, of course, the apartments that are that the sisters actually lived in. Sure. So what is your plan then for the existing infrastructure? Well, the plan that we're presenting is is to preserve, remodel, and repurpose the property. So to the to the west, which is towards town, towards the uh, farthest away from the Loyola campus would be a Minnesota Adult Teen Challenge, which is a rehabilitative uh, program that people come in and uh, it's a 12-month program is their main one. They reside there, they get mental health workers help them, they go to chapel. Uh, and they're there to, to help re rehab from drug and alcohol addiction. Sure. They are adult males, is this one. Teen Challenge has multiple locations in Minnesota. Uh, they do do a teen and they do do women, but it won't be at this facility. So this, this facility would not have teens at all? It would be adult men? Correct. Okay. Yes. And then next to that, and that's what was the old, as part of that is the sister's kitchen. So the sister's kitchen used to serve, you know, seven, 800 people. You can imagine the size of it. And so for a 24-7, they don't leave the program for the whole 12 months. They're inside. They need three meals a day. And so the kitchen was perfect for them. The sisters have built a chapel within those parts aside from the big chapel. So the they get their daily faith-based part of it. And, you know, there's offices for the mental health workers that will come. Again, Thursday night's meeting will be for Teen Challenge to tell their story to people and to tell their programs. Right, because initially, and still, there are Loyola parents who are concerned about this. Yes. Because in, without digging any deeper, when you hear 
rehab clinic located next to a school, a stone's throw away, right. they get they, there was immediate concern as to who that would bring up into that area. Correct. Right. And I, and I understand that. And that's why I hope people do show up Thursday night. Right. So that they can hear from Teen Challenge what their program is. Sure. I didn't know what Teen Challenge is when I started on this journey. Once I got to know Teen Challenge, I'm incredibly amazed at, at their program, how they take people that are in need, people that need help, and they they get them to the point where they're productive instead of being a drag financially on the, on the systems. They're productive members of our community. And these aren't people that are going to come from all over the state. For the most part, they're people that are already walking and existing in the Mankato area. Yeah, Southern I didn't Minnesota know area. that, and you told that to me, and I did not know that the, yeah. it was a mostly a local effort. Local as in Southern Minnesota. So yeah. there are people that are in the Teen Challenge programs that go to other towns now. Right. You know, And again, this is for Teen Challenge to answer, but I think that once people recognize that this is our brothers, sisters, uncles, or it won't be sisters, there's brothers, uncles, sons, uh, some of the people, some students that have gone through Loyola are actually part of the program. Let me let me ask you this because this I've gotten this question a lot as well. Uh, there, I, I think there's a lot of people, specifically the families up at Loyola, who have children there, who don't think that this is a, a bad organization. They think it does great work, and they understand that there's a need for it. But their question would be: Is there a better place for the facility? What would you say to them? I think that this is a great place for the facility because the infrastructure already exists there. So that's me as a, a building guy, a developer uh, yeah. guy. They want 70 beds. The sisters had 77 beds in their assisted living in their, in their hall that this will be used for. The kitchen is there, et cetera. You know, that I'm the neighbor. Right. So, you know, the rest of this is that I'll take over ownership of the chapel and I'll redevelop the sisters' former living quarters into you know, single bedroom apartments, some two bedroom apartments and a few threes. The price points that we can do because of the, of the amazing job that they did in, in keeping these buildings up upgraded and up to date. There's all new heating HVAC systems in them. I mean, Do they have air conditioning in there they now? They have air conditioning in most of it. St. Joseph's, the one that will be the biggest remodel, sure. uh, is not. But uh, again, we can deal with window air conditioners. If we're going to reach a price point, sure. which is what we're lacking in town, we need to think outside the box, think not think amenities, but think basic living. Right. And that's what it'll be here is, you know, it'll be for young people that are in their first job. It'll be for, you know, a married couple that, that might be wanting to have their first kid and, and needs a place. You know, we have a crisis in Mankato where some people are paying 50% of their income is going towards housing. And right. we're supposed to be at 30%. So, you know, overpaying for rent causes food insecurities, causes all kinds of economic damage to our town. And this is, again, let's go back to the basis of this. This is the sister's wishes. This is the sister's mission. There's a lot of people who don't know that. All right. And because I think if they were to perhaps show up, <laughs> now I know that you've tried to, to get them because they, a lot of the families that, that I've talked to did not know that they had any interest in what was going to happen uh, prior to or uh, after their exit, so they don't they didn't know that the school sister had had these conversations. The school sisters didn't they with with the adult teen challenge? Yes, they had conversations with adult teen challenge prior to me. Okay, uh, becoming involved, that the sisters put out for an RFP request for a proposal. Yeah, on their property, and and they just you turned in what you were 
going to use the property for. And what I turned in is is still what we're talking about. It was to redevelop and repurpose into apartments that are affordable. I'm, I'm looking at getting, I'm hoping I can get the one bedrooms down to 600. The market for a one bedroom is $900, $1,100 in Mankato. We're talking about 50 to 75, 50 to 75% of what the market is, is being rates up here. There'll be people with huge desires to get up there. The more green space we can keep up, the better. I mean, we, we, I have committed to the sisters. I've given them my word, my promise that I will do as little impact to what's there now as possible. Right. Uh, and that, that my RFP included all this. So when I say I, I put in my RFP, they chose, they chose my plan and my, and my designs because it fit their mission the best. So that RFP was the teen challenge in there? The teen challenge originally was not. Uh, the teen challenge had met with them first, but the teen challenge was not because at that time, the sisters were still making the decision whether they were going to stay in the enlisted assisted living facility. Okay. When they made the decision to go to Shakopee, to move to Shakopee, the employees were all gone. The assisted livings are taking a hit across the country because of COVID. You're not going to put grandma and grandpa in assisted living and let them die. Right. And I'm not, I'm not being facetious. I have a lot of friends who own these type of buildings, but that's just the reality. And anything for seniors housing was hard to sell because of the same thing. COVID scared people. I mean, it's about fear. sure. So when they went away, Teen Challenge came back, uh, and the sisters from my meetings with them, I can tell you that they were thrilled at that. So. Uh, just to clarify, the teen challenge idea, was that theirs Correct. or was that yours? No, that was the sister. That was theirs. Okay. Yes. Okay. So there's a lot of people that didn't know that. Now that as far as the security concerns, I think these are questions that can best probably be answered by teen challenge. Right. And by the way, I keep calling it teen challenge cause that's what they're kind of known as, right. but it's adult teen challenge. And this specific facility would be for adult men. That's correct. Right. And, okay. you, and the other one you're correct too. They, they have these units. I believe they have 14 in the state and seven different cities, six different cities. I mean, it's Alexandria, Brainerd, Rochester's got the men's and women's. They've got programs and systems in place. I have the one in Minneapolis is in the same building as an elementary school. Right. So they have come and listen, ask them the question. It's a legitimate question. I'm not dismissing the question. It's legitimate, but ask right. them to challenge what it is. But to say that there's no security is an inaccurate statement. There's security systems in place. There are all kinds of rumors, <laughs> right? Yeah. There are, I mean, I've, I've, there's people that are worried that these people are just going to be out, out wandering around campus and obviously working their way over to the Loyola area. Yeah. And it's just, there's there's so many uh, concerns. And I think the best way for people to address this is go find out for yourself and stop listening to what people are telling you or what you're reading on social media. Agreed. You know, right? the, the statement about court appointed, there's, there, I've been in with the meetings with the sisters teen challenge. There yeah. will be no one that's that's ordered here from the court in this facility. It's it's not what they're looking for. Again, it's it's to help with the community need when a, in a beautiful setting in a beautiful spot. It's as far away from Loyola's front doors as can possible be. be. I know that get, doesn't give people the security that they're looking for in that answer, but 
you know, if, if they think the Teen Challenge will be occupying Marine Hall, which is the building that's right next to the drop-off, that's not the case. That's, no. that's a building that I'll redevelop into some three-bedroom apartments. Sure. The, uh, a concern, I think, is uh, just what some of the traffic that it will bring up the hill. Now, I'm not worried about the infrastructure, but I think some of the people that are, are concerned that since it will be a rehabilitation facility, that that tends to draw people who know <laughs> these individuals who may, some of them still in addiction or perhaps trying to get things up there. Cause that I mean, just happened. That's how rehab clinics are, right? They're worried that it will, it will draw people up into that area that aren't necessarily the people that they would right. want to come up there. Yeah. I understand that. And that teen challenge, I'm sure we'll address. They're going to have to, right? That's not even, I mean, ironic the facility is locked down but it's locked down to make sure that that can't get in they're they're programmed they are successful i mean they have an 86 percent success rate after the by people that go through the faith-based 12-month program we didn't we haven't talked about that this is faith-based it is faith-based right faith-based, yeah. is it denominational or is it non it's non-denominational, non-denominational. Right. but these are people it's, it's christian it's along the lines i believe of something wouldn't it be something like aa sorry i'm not as familiar with AA, okay, to be but, able to right I, 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 because I think that's faith based as well. I believe right? so. Yeah, it is. And I, again, I, here's what I tell people who are struggling with addiction: whatever works for you. Right. 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 But uh, that's what this is: adult men, and I did not know that it would be men. A lot of them, not from just necessarily Mankato, but Southern Minnesota. Right. Right. And I think any questions because you and I can sit here. <laughs> You can talk about the development and actually how that will come about. And like you had, we had talked before even recording here, it that whole project, once you begin, is going to take years. Right. Right. That's correct. Yeah. And again, you know, we'll go back to the sisters got proposals from a bunch of people. And, right. and I was chosen, you know, for, for the plan, but I was also cho- chosen because, you know, I've reached a point in my career that intersects with this taking place. It's a very intertwined unusually freakishly weird piece of property in that it had a school on it. There's tunnels underneath the ground that have steam pipes going through them, electrical going through them. There's, you know, zoning issues. There's traffic issues that have to be addressed. Is that as a developer, I have a skill set or developed a skill set and the work with the city that that I can muddle through this stuff. Teen Challenge doesn't have that ability. The sisters don't have that ability. There's not a lot. Right. So if the sisters chose me for this project because of the skill set and the plan that was presented to them. The, right. The team challenge thing. And, you know, there's a lot of detractors that are worrying that drummer development myself are making money. Right. I can assure you that not even a singular penny is changing hands that wasn't assist uh, between the school sisters in Notre Dame and, and team challenge. Right. I'm a facilitator on that portion of the project. I'm the buyer of the chapel and the rest of the property. Right. Because uh, I, I was initially, before I knew what was happening, when somebody threw that out at me as well, I was like, what are you talking about? So, and I'm talking about a rehab facility next to the school. I can speak because I, I you know, my child is up there at Loyola as well. But I would say, I would tell parents who are concerned to attend the meeting Thursday night. This is going to be at Madison East Center, Correct. right? Yes. And if depending on how many people show up, if, if we move it out of the conference room, you can have it out in the hallway as well. Right. But Teen Challenge will be there, and this is a chance for them to come ask questions and get educated 
as far as what this really looks like and what it's really all about and how it looks at other locations around right. the state. Correct. Instead of I know rumors the, again and, and et cetera going on, I, I really want to see everyone that has a question come and ask it because Teen Challenge isn't going to uh, you know, try to navigate or circumvent the situation. No. Teen Challenge is here to tell us what their program is, tell us what their plans are. I think people have heard my plan already, which is, you know, affordable housing. We have a sure. need for affordable housing in Mankato. And as a developer, this is the sister's legacy. I'm, I've promised the sisters I will, I will push their legacy forward. It's right. different. Guys, everybody knows the sisters are gone. It's different. Yeah. It's going to be different. So how do we continue the legacy, repurpose the buildings, and reuse the hill in a neighborly fashion? That's what we have to get to. And again... The RFP was chosen because I have to figure out how to unwind what was there as a singular piece of property and make it a viable piece of property going forward. If that were to remain R1, how the hell, <laughs> pardon my language, but how would you honestly, without, you, you, you would have to raise the buildings? Boy, you're... You're, I can't. I, I can't even think about that. I know, but if that's you, what you would have to do, right? You know, at that point, I would have to take myself out of the situation. I can't destroy those buildings. I know. That's, I, that's I, just not a. That chapel is unbelievable. I promise, sisters, that I will do what I can to keep that chapel in perpetuity. And in my mind, what I've come up with is to put it into a nonprofit. I'm working with a couple nonprofits. It can earn an income by having weddings or events there. It can earn money, the chapel itself, and that money all has to go to nonprofit for maintenance and repairs on that building, for running that building. But anybody that's ever been in that chapel is one of the top in the state. It's just immaculate and unbelievable. Right. And when you see it for the first time, there's nothing but jaw dropping. Yeah. I That whole campus up there and that whole area is beautiful. I mean, I, every time I drive up there yeah. to, pick, to pick my daughter up, I'm thinking, God, how lucky is she to go up here? go right. to school right it's beautiful up there and i think the change is what a lot of people are fearful of change in general that's just the way they react when things when sure. things are changing so sure but what option do we have that's that's the, the, the sisters are gone we we have to change yeah or the buildings go into a state of disrepair right and nobody wants that so again no one has presented to me thoughts other than Here's what, what I would what say. Mine are. Right. I, I would ask a lot of people, what do you envision would be the ideal situation up there, zoned as it is with those existing buildings without getting the bulldozers out, right? What would they envision being the perfect scenario? I don't know. I don't know what that is. But I, I again, I think there was a lot. When, when people hear, like when I, <laughs> going back to what, when we opened this up, when people heard initially rehab facility next to the school, they had they conjured all these images up in their minds of what it would look like and what it could potentially turn into. And I think that there obviously they there, there was I think some individuals perhaps that were a little bit more engaged than right. others when it comes to when it comes to spreading misinformation, I don't know, but I, I, I can tell you this, the best, the best way to find out is to go investigate right. for yourself rather than listen to what people are saying. You know, and, and I, I get their 
fear. I mean, sure, fear, I understand that. The, fear the, the, is fear is fear is if the, if fear is because they don't know fear of the unknown, right? When I receive a text message from a 25-year police chief of Pequot Lakes and says that he's worked with the Brainerd facility at Teen Challenge and he's backing it 100% because he's watched miracles happen. That's not something that I put, that's not something I'm making. That's a that's a 25-year law enforcement person saying, wow, this program works. Right. So what, if the school's, if the sister's mission is to help the needy. Right. And we can put families back together and we put, can put people back on the productive citizens of Mankato working at the factories and working at the retail stores. You might walk into a retail store right now and... and This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Be across from somebody that needs this. Sure. Needs this help. I, I think that it it comes down to this. A lot of families, well, it it's concern for their children, right? right. And I think sure. in the state that this country is in, and in the light of recent events across the United States, I mean, people there's the safety of kids at schools is a big discussion, sure. right? And I think that they figure if it even brings, you know, even a small fraction of the possibility of increasing anything going on up there, they want to avoid that. Right. That's what's in their minds. It's just their kids, right? right? And and people love their children. And I know that you love kids too, because I can, I know that for a fact, when we would uh, do our St. Jude fundraising and stuff, you are one of our biggest supporters. And I know that you love kids. And I know that you would not go out of your way to do something just to make money that would ever endanger oh, and the, the kids up there. And do you think the sisters would either? No, they wouldn't. I mean, that's that's the, the kicker. And, you know, it is the frustrating part is that, that the, the snowball got to the point where, listen, guys, there's not gang members. There's not drug dealers. There's not prostitutes. There's not sexual pedophiles there. This is not what the program's for. So please, please come out Thursday and just listen to Teen Challenge, ask questions at Teen Challenge, and make your decisions based on on the information you gather there. And I would tell people to please, obviously, I think we, we want to maintain a civil discussion, but come with an open mind, right? Yeah. Don't make your mind up and, and plan on showing up and just venting. That's not, I mean, this, let's get together like a community Correct. and have a discussion. I totally agree. Cause what's taking place right now is dividing us. Not, not, not taking right. a step. This is a good thing for the community. It's a legitimate question. Is there a better spot right. for it? It's legitimate. Yeah, I agree. And, and I don't discount that at all. Right. Right. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad you were willing to come on to just chat about this. Cause when I got bombarded, obviously people know that, uh, you and I have had a relationship for years as well. And I was like, I think I'm going to talk to Mike before I get all up in arms about anything. Right. And I'm glad that I did. And I do encourage people. And I like the fact that you've done this the way that you have everybody come out. We're going to actually get to listen to the people who, who know about this, tell their story. And they may hear some stories that could perhaps maybe swing their thought pattern. Right. Yep. I hope so. Yeah, I, I really do too. I, I, I'm, 
and there's and anything else that you have any questions i think the security issues are the big thing yep. that's the one thing and you, and if somebody can take that and just run with it right as to far as as far as what are these people going to be doing how are they get, are they going to be in lockdown are they free to come and go all of these different questions that's questions for the people that are actually going to run that right and people take it to the filth of the filth again i know I there know, will yeah. be there will be some people that are on harder times I mean, I come from a family that had major alcohol problems, and I know some of the most functioning alcoholics you'll ever see. But does that mean that that was okay? It means that they, if there was a program like this, they could have changed a lot of things in their life. Right. I've uh, well, I do the Men in Sobriety series, and I can tell you that I get massive downloads when whenever I post anything like that. There's a lot of uh, people, not just men, but people in the community. I think that are interested. Yeah in that and uh, it's a big it's a big topic yeah, it's a it, tough it, it's a heavy topic in this it, area it is it's just it's it's there's people in this program that just didn't decide to go out and do drugs there's people in this program that had a surgery and got hooked on to painkillers there's people in this program who have PTSD and I'm not talking about just veterans I'm talking about people that have seen horrific car accidents or in a field where they have to deal with this every day and their escape is to to come home and self-medicate drank themselves to sleep yeah i know people like that i've had people like that work for me and it's it's sad to watch that spiral this is a program that wants to change that you know i again there's a million questions that people have and i can i, I would encourage especially fat loyola families if you have children up there if you have an opinion or you have questions show up thursday night it's very important that they do that because i think uh, the, the education aspect is what's missing here with a lot of people. They don't understand. They're getting what people are telling them or what they're reading on social media. Well, then again, we had a sequence that we had to go through. So this is a required meeting by the city, and I absolutely agree sure. with the city, is when you do something like this, invite the neighbors, tell them what's going on. Tomorrow I'm going to meet with the city to give them the response to the neighborhood meeting, the first one that we held. Thursday night is the second neighborhood meeting. And by neighborhood, in this instance, we're just everybody. This is a hot button. I get it. Yeah, so everybody, yeah. just show up and listen. Yes. Show up and ask. Yep, That's, it is. It's, it, it, it's, and I, we, I had mentioned this to you again earlier, but I hope that they don't let this divide people in the town. Well, don't do that right yeah I, I, 61 years i've been here man. yeah i, I, I love I, know. I love mankato i've never left mankato for more than 13 days in my life so right this is this is i just it's home oh, i just made a commitment to the school sisters i fell in love with those ladies i mean i just made a commitment to them to to to, to fulfill their wishes i think yeah there's again i know that there's people whose minds will not change but i hope for the sake of the school because i love that school and i'm going to continue to send my child there it's the fantastic i mean i can't say enough about the staff and just everything about it everything about it it's just clara absolutely loves it and uh i plan on keeping her there i, I was all admit i was one of the individuals that was initially concerned when i heard again rehab next to the school but the more i dig in and the more investigating i do and i think it, it brings to light a lot of other more positive issues right which is cool. And I, I think that people need to come and, and visit Thursday night. Right. And the CEO is coming. He's yeah. he's uh, from Rochester. 
Uh, again, they developed a, the first program down in Rochester was developed with the school sisters, or the, I'm sorry, school sisters, the sisters of Assisi's down there sure. on their property. It's kind of got some similarities. They've also developed a women's one down there. They have massive backing from the from the law enforcement down there because yeah. of the good it does. I mean, again, I was I went to the I went to the gala in the Twin Cities, and I was setting three tables away from the Supreme Court justices of Minnesota. The, the prosecutors that were there, the people in law enforcement were there, are there because it makes their job easier. It avoids problems because to continue spiraling out of control and to be addicted or alcoholic leads to the next step and then the next step. And why can't we cut it off before it gets that? Right. Again, numbers of people that will be there, employees, what their security looks like, success rates, uh, issues they may have had or not have had in the past. All of these questions can be answered by attending the meeting on Thursday night. Six o'clock at Madison. Six o'clock, Madison East Center. It's in the conference room, but if, if we need to, we can move this out into the hallway. My, I think there's going to be more than 150 people. I, I agree. I think there will be. So uh, I would encourage everybody, again, Thursday night, that's tomorrow, 6 p.m., Madison East Center. It, it is, Tuesday. see, <laughs> see, Mike, you're recording and this is actually going to air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see, it's after, after years of broadcast, yeah. Mike and I are recording this on Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, everybody can learn. Right? <laughs> it is going to actually be, since you're listening to this on Wednesday, it'll be tomorrow night. So that's 6 p.m. Madison East Center. Uh, in the conference room, oh, I have a feeling you'll have no problem finding the crowd. Yeah, I think right? so. Right? You'll, you'll yeah. find them. All right. Yeah. Uh, but before I let you go, yep. I, I've got to talk about the pond. Oh. This is the biggest. This is the biggest thing that people that Mankato's seen in a long time, Damn, and it's... we've we've needed it. It's exciting. There's been a few delays, but that's happening with every construction project right now. Right? I can't be more excited about it. Look at. <laughs> I mean, when I drove by and seen what we're doing to the exterior of it, and how it, we, that's how what's we got changed. the buzz going. I mean, the inside, the ice is ready to go on pretty quick. The rubber's down. The locker rooms are done. The event center's ready to go. I, I, we're putting the stage in. The next time it rains, we're going to put the stage in for the music portion of the venue. It's just, it's freaking unbelievable in there. It is now for, for for people who aren't familiar, or maybe you didn't catch the last time Mike and I chatted about this in the old Shopco building. On the east end of Madison Avenue here in Mankato, that was a vacant building for a long time. You've bought it and you're developing a family entertainment center. Correct. And it's going to have short ice in there for, for kids that want to play hockey as yes, well. It's in the, in the hockey business, it's called a three-on-three -three rink. Yeah. And so when kids play three-on-three -three hockey, it's, it's just fun to watch. It's fast. They get way more puck touches than a full rink. Their brain develops so much faster because they're getting more puck touches and it's condensed, so they have to react faster. Right. The it's like playing on one end of the ice. Yeah, it's right. a little bit bigger now, but yeah. It's, yeah, when you go in there too, it's very deceiving because the walls are so close and everything. It looks bigger than what it is. It right. Looks, I mean, it, and there's a, <laughs> we created a stands, a viewing area, and there's a there's a crooked two stall two story crooked pint that. You know, my favorite seat is already picked. You can <laughs> you can turn right? one, turn one way and look out the ice. You turn the other way and look out to your favorite sport, pickleball courts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> listen. And I know there are people that love pickleball. I'm a tennis guy. And by the way, I I, I found a tennis partner yeah, here that I'm. I know yeah. your son plays tennis. Yeah, my son plays tennis. And you're gonna yeah. hear more from him, by the way, because. 
Uh, we've got a lot to talk about with gardening and things like that, but that, that's for another time. But we'll have him out because I've got a million discussions I could have with him. Yeah. So, so one of the big things was people were looking. I think one of the excitement things is Green Mills coming back to town. That's what I was just going to bring so, that up. I was great, just going to bring that. That's it. Green Mill to go is the concept. It's inside the restaurant. You can get a take and bake pizza where you bake it at home. You can get a fully made pizza. You can get the, you can get the wings uh, for takeout. And uh, there's a, there's a two arcades in it. One is downstairs for the kids. Now, when you say arcades, are you going to have traditional arcade games in there? Yes. Wow. So the, the kids is the kitty arcade is like right on the windows out to the ice. So imagine, yeah. imagine going with your, with your son and your daughter wants to be a little more rambunctious it's like you know here's go play in the arcade you can watch the ice and you can watch them play in the arcade right. at the same time i love it and the upstairs is you know i i careful when i say this it's we call it the adult arcade but it's it's <laughs> yeah it's not it, it's there's two suites right. there's two suites that mimic top golf so they're you know video sure suite where you got a sofas and stuff you go in there and you sit and you order your drinks and meals in there there's you know, there's all kinds of a, a the shuffleboard, the the dart games, the that stuff. And there's a new game that I'd never seen before called Duck Pin Bowling. It's a miniature bowling game. It's extremely popular in in uh. It's just a social social activity that you have while you eat and drink. And it's is it see, when you say duck pin? Is it is it similar to that candle pin that they do out east? I'm not familiar with that. It's oh. basically bowling pins, and you're throwing a small ball. Not a bowling ball. But so it is. It's kind of like skeet a little bit. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Cool. So there's four lanes of that in there. And I mean, it's it's all about coming and eat, drink, play. Come, yeah. Come and eat. Right. Come and drink. And come you, and play. You you are going to have an event center. Yeah. That's Because I remember you were you, you were kind of on the on the fence about that uh, about a year ago or even beyond that. It's amazing. The, the, sh the lighting is up. It's painted. We're going to. How many? How many seats? Uh, it'll do about 325 to 350 for a wedding. Sure. Uh, depending on which style of, you know, if you put the groom's table in the center, you put the groom's table up on the stage, but then it'll do about 800 people for a, for a music venue. I love that. And you know that that's right yeah. up my alley. Cause I like those intimate venues where you can bring up and coming artists yep. like that. And it, oh God. And, yeah. And then there's a pre-event center. That's where you get dropped off and stuff like for doing hors d'oeuvres before you go in to sit down. Sure. Uh, that's beautiful glass walls and then go outside the glass walls and what my favorite part of the building is is i built or i'm building a wedding grotto and you know johanna from the garden center with the work she love does her is, yeah is uh helping me design plants and you know i might put a waterfall feature but there'll be a stage where you actually literally can get married i love walk that. through the glass wall and have your hors d'oeuvres and finger foods and cocktail and then walk in and be seated so it's a it's all in a one one-stop shop extremely private we went with an artificial turf. So if you want to do a corporate event, sure. we, we roll up the artificial turf and there's two more pickleball courts underneath. Oh. <laughs> the, so. Now the uh, the outdoor patio space, Yeah, is that, how is that coming along? What, what was this? So we've got the retaining walls and the fence up. Sure. Because of the weather, we've held off on the black yep. topping of the pickleball courts. But Stop, you know, man, stop <laughs> bringing up pickleball. You know Sorry. that. <laughs> but the, my, my, one of my favorite features of things is that there's going to be a great big uh, cement patio. And one of the feature, one of the things that we've turned in as a society is we've become pet parents. We've, we take our pets everywhere. Yeah. You can't rent an apartment a lot, hardly anymore unless you allow pets. Yeah. Pet friendly, pet friendly. And 
you know, there'll be events where you bring your dog out. I and, love it. Yeah, you know, and I keep threatening the rest of my partners <laughs> that we're going to put a movie up on the wall for pet night. And, All right. And we're going to play Old Yeller. And, so. <laughs> I love that. Can, can we talk about the Academy? Sure. Okay, tell people what's happening. I didn't know about this. And I love this. This is exciting stuff for Mankato. So there's, there is on the second floor a, a hockey academy going in. And that hockey academy will have students that go to school there. And they'll have curriculum, uh, be taught their reading, writing, arithmetic, and anything else that schools do these days. And then they'll have ice time during the day that they can go on the ice. And they'll have physical training with another person that we haven't signed a lease for yet, but it's coming in the next actually few days, that lease will be signed. So they'll have the ability to do some uh, training type stuff. You know, basically if you, if you put this into school, that would kind of be their gym. Yeah. And then there's uh, you know, a partnership with, with some uh, wellness and medical things going on too, that, that the kids that go there will actually get you know, wellness training, which means teaching people how to cook and how to properly uh, proper nutrition, uh, proper sleep habits, et cetera. Right. So, you know, basically if you can imagine seven, eight hours a day, it'll be broken to several different fields. That's so cool. And it'll be, uh, it is not, the ice is not competitive with anything in town, whether it's the Civic Center or right. all seasons, it's complementary ice to sure. their programs. Same thing here. This is not a program that will compete for hockey players. This is a program where people can come get education that has a hockey focus that, that that's kind of what the benefit is, is they get to use the rink, but they go back when the school gets out, they go back to their peewee team, their might team, their bantam team, their high school team. They go back and play. They will not have teams here that they produce. And of course in the neighborhood or in Southern Minnesota, everybody thinks of Shattuck. It won't be like Shattuck with having teams. Right. This'll be, you go to school get your education and your, your extra training. And then you go back to your, your local teams. I love it. I, I think it's yeah, it's super exciting it to is. hear about that. It will be so, it will be fun to watch some of those young individuals develop as well. Yeah. You know that really fun thing about this is we had Vikings training camp and in town for all those years. And we yeah. got to, you know, we got to know the athletes, etc. Right. The guy that owns is part owner of, of this portion of it and and the ice is a professional hockey agent and his players are Famous, famous. I mean, he's got some of the best of the best. Sure. And there's going to be, you know, those Minnesota boy, I love boys that come back are going to come down here to Mankato and our, our youth hockey players are going to get to know and get to see and get to get a feel for what it's like to be a professional hockey player, right? In an old, yeah. in an old Shopco building. Sure. I, well, that's another thing. It's, you know, that's one thing you hate to see in your community is these buildings that just set vacant forever. Yeah. And that one, it was that it was a couple of years at least, right? I don't know, but it kicked me in the rear end. I'm going to tell you that. I mean, <laughs> it, but you know, you hit it right there. When you when buildings sit, oh. there's deterioration, whether it's the roof or the HVAC components or it's the cement or the blacktop or whatever. I've repaired more things than I anticipated. Sure. And you know, upgrade. It's it's got all the upgrades. It's. It's an, it's an, it got, the, it got, a, it's a Phoenix, right? When it, you it came back from the ashes, baby, yeah. it came back. Big. When you look at it, when people are, that's why I have, like, I got to get you back out here because when people are driving by now, it, the exterior is starting to really take form. It's popping too, and people it? are, yeah, people love it. And they're like, when is it opening? When is it opening? What's happening? Uh, and now that's going to lead me to this question yes. in conclusion. 
because I, I know, listen, I know a ton of the, 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 uh, the commercial construction guys in this town, and there's always things that come up that right. you don't anticipate. So right yeah. now, do you have a ballpark figure when you'd like to maybe be well, open? And you're, you hit it right on the money, right? There's, you know, in order to run a hockey rink, you need a dehumidification unit. I, the dehumidification unit is sitting on the ground right now. It's, it's finally got here. Oh. So that's the last piece to put up sure. to get the ice put in. So the ice could go in. The uh, tables and chairs are being assembled for the restaurant. The yeah. floors are being finished. The finishing touches are being put on the bars, et cetera. So the answer to your question is that the, the ownership groups jointly have made a conscientious decision to all open at once to get the bang for the buck. So hockey may be ready to go sooner, but the bottom line is that the week after the 4th of July is when training will start. Sure. And sometime shortly after that, by July 10, July 15th, there'll be a, a grand opening. Oh. Uh, and the event center's first event is scheduled for uh, July 20th. Is that a private event, or do you have somebody it's coming? It's a nonprofit local Mankato company exec uh, business, and I'm going to say who it is because I don't think they'll mind. It's the YWCA. Sure. So they're... they're uh, Diversity. They have a fantastic new director. I haven't met her yet. Well, you're going to love her. My assistant, who was sat right next to me for several years in my office, actually went down to be uh, her assistant. So yes, but what they do is they're going to bring in uh, foods from different ethnic groups in Mankato. Sure, and then have a have the public and have a tasting of basic. That so, is awesome. Yeah. I mean, the, the the thing we had to work out is now that the kitchen's, the kitchen has to be up. I'm going to get her up here. We're in, we'll talk about that as we get closer. When is that event scheduled for? July 20th. And I can't for the life of me remember what the name of it is, but <laughs> okay. it's basically, it's, well, I, it's, yeah. it's a taste, it's a diversity tasting. That's fantastic. I know. I mean, I, I thought it was great. When it is. It, so that's, that's exact. My, that's what this event center can be is, you know, I, you've heard me talk, you know, a lot about community assets. We right. Certain, yeah, yeah, it's a for-profit building, but the community asset of being able to run nonprofit events through there, you know, the ease of parking, the location, the, the, the ability to cooperate, the synergistic values of everybody getting together and raising funds for these different organizations, I think is, I think it's going to blow our minds. I think, and I really like, because you know, for those of people that were just thinking, oh, this is going to be just another hockey facility for hockey, this hockey, that, that right out of the gates is a great example of the inclusivity of what, what's going to go on up there. I love yeah. that with the YWCA. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, and then the, there's a three day conference, a statewide conference that's coming right after that. So sure. that fits into that timeline of, yeah. you, know, you know, we've committed to that day. So July 20th, <laughs> it's opening for sure. I'm going to be, <laughs> I, I'll have to, I'll have to give you a ring here uh, and just put that on my calendar. Remember to just check in in, in early yeah. July because I know that that could be sweat time, right? Yeah, uh, it's, you know, I was up there yesterday with this smile on my face. Sure, it's, good. It's, it's there. I've done good. This, I've done this before. It's yeah. they're going to make those. They'll probably be ready to go sooner than that. Oh, that's good. In order that's to, good. In order to coordinate everything jointly between four different businesses, that's it. Looks that's fantastic, and I can't wait. And as I said, I think it's going to be a great addition to the community and it's something that we've needed for a while i'm a big believer that we need to continue to add things like that because it i mean if if you don't continue to grow as a community people get tired no. you know yeah so that's cool change isn't always it's not a bad thing yeah it is not a bad thing right. it can be very positive yep. well thanks for stopping by and again i want to remind every, any everybody 
that has an interest in what is happening with the development up near uh, on Good Council up near the Loyola campus. The meeting is tomorrow night, Thursday night, 6 p.m., Madison East Center in the conference room. You'll find the crowd easily. If we have to, we'll just move it out into the hall and you'll have plenty of space. Yep. All right, Mike, thanks All for right. stopping by. Oh, always fun to talk to you.